yo kevin get this off my chest i am not a scientist and not probably the most brilliant but something that just came i was like i better not come on here tonight but let's just get it over with i'm not even sure where i'm gonna title it but um you know i have been kind of in a little bit of a space where we've been exploring you know our chemical makeup right and when you think about um a woman having estrogen dominance right you think of boobs you think of a booty you think of curves right um skin youthful appearance right black don't crack um curly hair type of thing full lips big pretty eyes right um that's because that woman has a lot of estrogen right and when you look at other cultures they tend to be more like built straight or a little bit more testosterone based right and it almost made me wonder too because we've been talking a little bit about black male worship but um now that i finished doing that podcast and just kind of looking at it with a fresh pair of eyes i almost wonder if it's one of those things in there you know we talk about like even mother earth right um the woman black woman really we produce a lot of this oxytocin not all of us not all of us okay but the majority and i know there's outliers and and there are a few other women that are um more testosterone dominated but i think um I'm not going to go so far as to say it's a bad thing, but what, remember, if if you listen to my last podcast, there was a, a question in it there, and it said that when women, women, both men and women produce oxytocin, but men produce even more testosterone to the point that it outweighs the amount of testosterone they create, but it said that it affects your physical and psychological Right. And so it makes me wonder the same way we ooze that estrogen. Right. We have the curves. We have the boob, you know, for the most part. And then there's the stereotypes of like me. I have the boobs. Thank God. A little bit on. the I, I have a booty. It's bigger than my curls. But, you know, it's not as big as most other women's, but still have my little curves, you know, that type of thing. You can definitely look at me and see I'm a, I'm a woman. I'm a female. I'm not. You know, like, it's weird, too, because when I think about how um, you look at the women that men, white men put on a pedestal and or black men, too, it's going to be this frail, thin woman, like with a boy body with no boobs and no ass and little to no testosterone, you know, like more, you know, we talk, we were talking about how it was so funny how um 50 cent is is estrogen dominated right the man came out in 2022 i think was earlier this year with titties and everything right titties and everything on 50 cent estrogen dominated body um type of thing and then you have the women from the other culture that are like more testosterone dominated right which is so funny because I feel like sometimes we live in a bizarro world where it's like we live in a world where everything we've been told is actually the complete opposite, right? We've been told like, oh, white women are so feminine and docile. But even when you look at how their bodies are made up, 
they're more testosterone dominated, right? If you're going to look at um, estrogen dominated, it's going to be a black woman for the most part, right? Again, I understand there's outliers. I shouldn't have to explain percentages, you know? Sometimes we'd be like, oh, but there's people, but there's, you know... um, Okay, how much if you're gonna if it's if it's more than five percent, maybe we can have a conversation. If it's more than twenty five percent, we can have a conversation. But don't don't come and talk to me about you know something where ninety percent of the collective fit in one category, and you're talking to me about ten or five percent. Statistically, it doesn't even make sense. Like, let's just not go there. But I just find it fascinating. So I almost wonder if. That podcast that I just did really could help a lot of black women and or um, black male worshipers because it's kind of like you produce so much estrogen, you're estrogen dominant, and it makes you want to nurture everything, including toxic, including toxicity, right? But once you're able to scale it back, now you come into control and you come into step into your emotions. And I don't think that we should let it drive us. Even as someone who, quote unquote, has a lot of water, you know, I like to say, oh, my Mars is in Leo <laughs> um, type of thing. A lot. I, have, I don't go too much into all of the, the different um, placements in one podcast, but I have a lot of water in my chart. So I love, love, love the romance, the sex of it, the intimacy. I'm here for all of it. The like raunchy stuff, the cute cuddly stuff, the holding the hands, all of it, all of it, all the water placements that would, you know, every component of it. But, um, and, and, Ooh, am I going to say it? Am I going to say it? And the spiritual component of it too. I am not prepared to tackle that component yet. I think that that took me off guard a little bit in terms of not saying that um, that sex is not spiritual. I do believe that the same way you can contract sexually transmitted diseases, I do believe you can contract spiritually um, transmitted diseases. I do believe that there are soul ties and soul connections um i think that there is a spiritual element to it and i'm not talking about it in terms of like adam and eve i'm talking about it more in terms of like um esoteric spiritual um but i'm up for the challenge i'm looking forward to the downloads and information and i'll probably dig a little bit and and see where i stand on that this is the perfect time to do it because Right now, I'm questioning, you know, all my values and beliefs and why I believe certain things. But I do believe that there's a spiritual component and not in a um, white supremacist, religious institution type of way or biblical type of way. Um, More in like a, like I said, like an esoteric kind of way, like more of a spiritual way. But yeah, I just find it interesting. Is it possible that more that black women you know, on top of being estrogen dominant, also produce a lot of this oxytocin that makes us want to bond, you know, even though it, it's toxic. You know, um, and this conversation won't necessarily be for everyone, but I, like I started off saying, our bodies are made up of chemicals. 
And when you start to go to um, psychologists, psychiatrists, they play, when they give you prescriptions, it plays with the chemical makeup of your mind, right? And, and if, if certain prescriptions are off, you can end up being depressed or you can end up being erratic or you can end up being, you know, and so they have to kind of keep testing how much the dosages are for your individual body, for your makeup. But I almost wonder if it's connected to something that has to do with the black woman just being truly the estrogen dominant. I think that when you look at other, you know, cultures, I'm I'm just going to call it like, even when you look at white women, that's where you have the, the more hard lines, the more Buffalo built brick built, you know, more man, you know, boy body, you know, no hips, no curves, no um, breast type of a thing, more testosterone based. And but then with that, <laughs> you've been hearing a lot about how many times you get this Karen, like I'm willing to bet a lot of these Karens have that they're testosterone dominated. They don't give a F, right? When you think about how a lot of these white women were slave owners and how cruel they were like it's stuff that I was listening to I think it was last week and it just made my stomach turn like I've known this I've heard this and I kind of endured through it because we were I was listening to the thing but I don't it's not something I want to visit revisit anytime soon to the death that they did but in many ways um, white women were if you know really testosterone dominated like really cruel really um inflicting pain in the most torturous and maniacal and diabolical ways to women to children to men is crazy right but in this bizarro world right for those of you who are kind of familiar with bizarro in bizarro world everything is the complete opposite of what you're told right so we've always been told well you know, white women are so, they're snow bunnies, they're soft, they're docile, they're feminine. No, they're testosterone dominant. And you can see it in their behaviors and you see it in the Karens that run around and you can see it in the history in terms of how they dealt with, you know, black women, you know, men, women, and children. They were more crueler than the men, right? Bizarro world. (laughs) So I'm not condoning, you know, black women worship but I think that once you start to understand like I was saying there was a part where I read in the podcast where it said the release of that um, chemical oxytocin affects your physical and your psychological how we view things and if we're not careful if we don't um, identify why we we say and do certain things right um this is how it manifests. This is how it, it unfolds. Um, I just find, I don't know if, if you're kind of following me with that, but I'm just sticking to my guns on that one. I think that there, that's something that lies below the the surface, our chemical makeup, you know? Um, I don't know. Would, would, you, would it be safe to say that even, a, you know, we can evolve um, even subconsciously, because I, I would probably consider myself to have been male identified or like, 
more of a black male worshiper, but the older I've gotten, not just older, but I think I'm really, really grateful and thankful, truly from the bottom of my heart that I had access to certain content. I think that um, content and conversations over a period of time that have really nurtured my soul because were it not for the pandemic, like I said, a lot of the times I'd be waking up before the sun, coming back home at 12 midnight and doing it all over again and never really online and really have time to explore why and how and conversations and these type of social dynamics, right? And so it's allowed me a lot of time to just hear a lot of different perspectives and even in a moment like this, start to get a better understanding of things, right? Even if it's physiological, right? Um, and so I think I'm even like a little bit more patient with some people who just don't get it yet. Um, like I said, we're going through a lot right between now and December and... Um, sermon of questioning our values and judgments and it's even things like I didn't even realize I was quote-unquote if you were to define me you would probably say I was a divester I started doing divester stuff and I didn't even understand fully what it was until I was listening to a new content creator last night but <laughs> all I knew is I was being petty because if you're a black male men in general you can't get within six feet of me I remember one time um, I had told one of the, the the women I had met at this one place, and I'm like, you can't even get, like, a man can't get within six feet of me. And she thought it was so funny. She's married. It's a white woman, right? I'm like, no, I'm not even playing with you. So um, another day, like, maybe like two, three weeks later, we're in a pool, and as soon as I saw the dust, I was like, I was getting ready to leave. And this happens all the time. They always want to come sit by me or sit around me or head in my, and I'm zoom gone right what's that little animal on super mario or it's just kind of like one minute it's there and the next minute it just like speeds off or like roadrunner or girl so um i started trying to make an exit but she was holding a conversation with me so by the time he got into the pool sure enough comes straight at me so she thought you know like when you're hanging out with girls like oh girl haircut he's handsome or whatever Listen, I'm tall, muscular, I didn't really, once I just saw the dust, I was like, I'm not even, let me get out of here, so couldn't really even tell you if it was handsome or not, but he did have some nice abs, and he was tall, so she's thinking, like, she had the smile on her face, like, oh, girl, like, she's about to come sit and talk by you, he sat down by me, and so she tried to, like, keep me back a little bit for conversation, I'm like, you know what, I... I'm just, I'm, I gotta go get some water. And she was just looking at me like, are you serious? He just had to, I'm like, I'm good, bye. The look on her face was so hilarious. So I think, you know, some of y'all are not really the best at explaining the difference between divestment and swirling, but that's okay, I'm not mad at either. At, at it, I think that even with me figuring out, you know, I'm just doing what's comfortable for me. Um, and that's okay. Um, I don't even wouldn't consider myself the best person to define the two, but it wasn't until I heard how that lady explained it. I'm like, oh, snap. I did not realize that's what was going down. Right. Um, but yeah, I hope this one makes sense. This one, it just is what it is. Like either you get my quirkiness or you don't. But I, I kind of this is my thesis 
right? It's probably unfounded. Um, but I wonder if there's a, a correlation, right? The way that we're make up, we're made up. Um, I know we talk, we, there was a time where we talked a little bit about epigenetics. I am a firm believer in epigenetics. Um, and that's how you end up, you know, doing things like your grandma and your grandparents and certain learned behaviors and whether you believe it or not, it plays a role, right? And, um, it even came up in that one of, one of the movies I had mentioned, um, War of the Gods, right? Um, and the way that they illustrated even the epigenetics in this one guy, he was dusty AF, right? And, um, it, I even, I've told you guys about the war, God of Wars or War of the Gods, and he was like in that set of people who had killed his um his his girl his baby's mom and his daughter and when he was dying you saw all of the epigenetics the way that they portrayed it in that um it's kind of like a it's not a cartoon but it's like animated it's very um it looks almost like those um those um video games that's very realistic right so i wouldn't send you to some cartoon or veggie tales cartoon it looks very realistic i was impressed with the artwork but um you could see his body was made up of epigenetics it was like cells and each one of the cells of his body was like his grandma his grandparents his parents his parents' parents and all of those cells. And you could see how decrepit he was and how it was from a lineage. That's who he was. That's what he was comprised and made up of. So I do believe that, you know, in that kind of thing. And I think that that's part of the epigenetics that make up black women. I know maybe not the most popular, especially for my, I know I have also, not only do I have my my small percentage of black men, but I also have listeners from all different backgrounds all around the world. And so it just is what it is. And if you consider yourself to be more, you know, like feminine and or, you know, nurturing and or notice yourself bonding, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. And that's probably because I am for the most part, uh, I still, I'm just more selective in who I bond with and who I open up with. Like I mentioned, I think in the last podcast, it's like, it's not, uh, you know, before I used to be like a little bit more inviting, but things that probably would have gotten me before or, you know, allowed people around me and that type of thing. It's just, it's, it's select and it's far and few between. Okay. I gotta go. Bye.